When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yes, Purple Daily, always presented by Surly Brewing Company. Fans are still, I think, feeling the, the buzz, feeling the high after a week one throttling of the Green Bay Packers. And the show is presented by our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands with a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL and learn more at TCL.com. Today is a Write That Down Wednesday where we go out on a limb and put our careers and reputations on the line. The only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions, so you'll always know just how wrong we are. And then later in the show... I am going to be the bigger man. I have an apology later in the show. I will stand up, admit that I was wrong, and apologize for something later on. Whoa. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But Mm. before we get into predictions here, let's talk about those before I die cans. My goodness, I was just kind of going through and collecting some, some of the samples of you guys showing us your cans from U.S. Bank Stadium, those glorious, surly, before I die cans. Mm-hmm. What a what a movement, the Before I Die movement. Yes, and let the record show that with Surly Brewings, Before I Die in the stadium, the Minnesota Vikings now are 1-0 and on their way to the mission being to win a Super Bowl before we die, right? So here's what I want. I want you to go to, to, your, uh, to your store, the liquor store, and I want you to find Before I Die because it's becoming readily available throughout uh throughout the uh um, town and also outside of it and i want you to have a before i die in front of you during monday night's game in philadelphia because this is going to be the linchpin this is going to be the key you think it's cousins nah he's good he's good you think it's jefferson well no he's a star but i'm going to tell you the real star before i die from surly brewing which is going to bring an end to this godforsaken run of no lombardi trophies in this town before I die, furious, logic bomb, it's all delicious. Check it out from Surly Brewing. All right, let's hit it. Let's get into write that down and an accountability session here. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. 
All right, boys. Here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled for some time, hopefully this football season. We're going to get our guy Cody from Finch Home Solutions to to make his throws down the field here in just a couple of minutes. But, uh, boys, strap in here because a lot of stuff came off the board for week one. A lot of stuff. Declan and I have been battling it out for the completion percentage title. Judd and the listeners have been down a peg trying to get out of the cellar. And so, Judd, are you ready here? Are you ready to be held accountable? When you put it this way, it always makes me very concerned. So I think the accountability is not going to be favorable to me, but let's see it. It's actually very favorable for you. Oh, wow. All things considered. So let's start with the bad, all right? (laughs) I like the clause on the end of the sentence. It's very favorable, comma. All things, All things considered. considered. <laughs> you you took some shots here. Let's start with the shots. You said right. Wong Wu will have a kickoff return of 35 yards or more in that game. He did not. You said Irv Smith Jr. will not be ready to play week one. He was. I don't think he played as many snaps as maybe he will in the future, but he played. Right. You said the Vikings' first regular season play from scrimmage equals a pass to Thielen. It was not. Rodgers will throw at least two picks. He threw one. Bradbury will not be the Vikings starting center this season. He was, and Irv Smith will catch a touchdown in the opener against the Packers. Those are kind of a bloodbath early. Way apart, way apart. The Irv Smith predictions. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then let's get a couple, couple back-to-back touchdown passes here. You said Rogers will be sacked four or more times in week one. I'll have you know that in the regular season last year, he was not sacked four times in a game once. So this is definitely a touchdown. He was wow. sacked exactly four times. I did not know. Zadarius Smith will have the Vikings' first sack of the season in week one. He did nice. on the second drive. Very specific prediction from Judd. You said the Vikings, so those are both touchdowns. You said the Vikings will beat the Packers in week one. You said Jalen Naylor will make the 53 out of training camp. He was on the 53 for week one. You said Cook and Jefferson will not play in a preseason game. I missed that one a couple weeks ago. You were correct. You said Justin Jefferson will not be in the top, uh, I'm sorry, will be be. in the top 25 rankings of the NFL top 100. He was 17th when those rankings came out. And then you hedged on this after saying Bradbury won't be the starting center. Then you said he will be the starting center. So (laughs) classic Zolgad hedging here. But uh, in the end, you get seven correct predictions out of 13 that came off the board here. Got a couple okay. touchdowns. Interesting. Interesting yeah. week for me. Yeah. I feel like we need a post-game shots. press conference here from Judd. Yeah. You know, what, what, kind of, what kind of went into your, uh, your success this week? The mistakes, easily correctable. I'm going to look at them on film, but they're easily correctable. Um, I feel like we just tried to drive the ball down the field. I mean, we took some shots. and the, But you know what? Any mistakes that were made, just to be clear here, you guys, are on me. So, like, I'm going to evaluate myself. Nobody's harder on Judd than Judd. Nobody. So, there will be a period today, probably from 6 to 7 p.m., self-evaluation. Okay. Going to do some self-evaluation. No one speaks in the third person like Judd. That's what I want. I want KOC to speak in the third person in abbreviated nickname form. I want him to refer to himself as KOC. You know, KOC drew up some good plays in the first half, but KOC needs to do some self-reflection on why the offense only scored six points in the second half, and KOC is ready to do that self-reflection. Questions? 
Third person's great. I love the third person. Not a bad week for old Macadac here. We'll start with the bloodbath, and then we'll get to the good stuff. Wow. So I said someone other than Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, Dalvin, Irv, Osborne will score a touchdown. Someone like a Johnny Munt, who was prominently featured for at least a, a couple minutes there. So, But it was just Jeff. It was the Jefferson show on Sunday, and that's fine. I said Zadarius or Daniil will be credited with a strip sack, and they were sharks circling the water for three oh. hours. In fact, Daniil was like an inch away from being credited oh, with a strip sack yeah. or like a co-strip sack. Yeah. But uh, in the end, it was. So there was a strip sack, and there were sacks by Zadarius, but not a strip sack for mm. either one of them. Uh, I said Darisaw will allow two or fewer pressures. He allowed three, unfortunately. I said Dan Campbell will cry at some point during hard knocks. I don't think that happened. I think we would have seen that clip circulating on social media, and I didn't watch every episode. Mm -hmm. I said Cousins' first completion to Jefferson will go for 30 yards or more. His second completion to Jefferson went Ah, for 30 yards or more. That's a bad beat right there. I should have said, like, there will be a 30-yard completion in the first quarter or something, but alas. I said Adrian Peterson will beat Le'Veon Bell by split decision. Well, Le'Veon Bell knocked Peterson's ass He just got his head split instead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I said Lewis Seen will start week one for the Vikings. All of those were wrong, but here's the good. This was a touchdown. I said the Vikings will hold a three-score lead or more in the first half against the Packers. They did. They were up 20 rip in the first half. A little touchdown pass there. I said Judd will give the Vikings at least 10 wins at some point in a schedule prediction before the start of the season. He did. He got to 10 about a week ago. I said the Vikings will preserve all three second-half timeouts for the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter in week one. They did. Good timeout preservation. Hang on to those bad boys. I said Kirk Cousins will have a higher QBR than Rodgers in week one, and Jefferson Cousins, Dalvin will all play zero preseason snaps. So five correct predictions and a touchdown pro Macadac. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Listeners, a yeah. little bit of a bloodbath here. All right. You said this is this is rough. Andre said Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson will record his first oh. touchdown against the Vikings. Oh, no. <laughs> Drop. 75 yards, wide open, first play, drop. AJ said Dalvin Cook will score the first touchdown of the season for the Vikings. That's incorrect. Mike said Adam Thielen will catch catch Cousins' first touchdown pass. Incorrect. Uh, Matt said one or more presumptive offensive or defensive starters for the Vikings will get hurt in the preseason and miss week one. Scene was not viewed as a starter. Neither was, well, Irv Smith was, but he played. So, yeah, I don't think uh, no, I don't think right. this right. one happened here, right? Correct. All right, Trey with a parlay here. He said the the right starting guard will be Chris Reed or Ed Ingram, which was true. Garrett Bradbury will not start, which is where he went wrong on here. And the Vikings starting center is not currently on the roster as of May fourth, so that was wrong. And then Nick said the starting quarterback in Week One of the 2022 season is not currently on the roster. He said that over a year ago. And he's wrong because Kirk Cousins is still the starter. Jordan saved face a little bit here by saying Dantzler will be the highest rated cornerback PFF for the Vikings in week one. And he was. And let's fly through Declan here. You said Irv, the incorrect ones. You said Irv Smith hauls in at least one touchdown. Wrong. Zadarius Smith sacks Aaron Rodgers on the first defensive series. It was the second defensive Ah. series. Oh, man. 
this one. I'm really upset. And then you had a parlay. Vikings win by four or more, which is correct. Kirk throws for at least 250, which was correct. And Dalvin would have over 115 <sighs> all-purpose yards. He had 108. Oh, man, that's bad a bad beat. beat. Bad beat. Don't parlay, kids. And then a Lewis scene prediction. Uh, top five odds for defensive rookie of the year by week one. He's not anywhere near top five in the sports books I found. So maybe he will at some point, but he wasn't by week one. But you did have three correct ones here. You said Vikings Packers will go under the 48. Zadarius will sack Rodgers in week one. And a touchdown prediction here. The Vikings, because this is how it works, you you overwhelmingly got the support of our audience that yes. Jalen Rager is a starter. And so that turned this prediction into a touchdown because you said the Vikings would make essentially a last-minute trade yeah. before the season for a starter who's not currently on the roster. Kind of a loophole, but it is a touchdown at the end of the day. So top, congratulations. Top five most vindicated I've ever felt on this show was <laughs> this prediction and the listeners backing me up. I still don't think punt returners are starters, but no, are. the audience and the jury has spoken. And so with that, Declan, you're just a shade under 37% oh, wow. completions with 10 touchdowns. I'm up to 35% with six touchdowns. Judd's up to 33% with four touchdowns. Listeners at 24% with four touchdowns on the season. So there is your very meaty accountability session here on Purple Daily. Um, any final words about the accountability session before we get into predictions here? No, let's get going, man. I am okay. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a lot right there. That's a lot. All right. Let's get to our guy here. Our guest listener predictor is our friend Cody from Finch Home Solutions. Cody, thank you for coming on the show. Tell us a couple things. When did you first become a Vikings fan? And then tell us about the wonderful work that Finch Home Solutions is doing for, uh, for some Vikings fans around the Twin Cities. First year of Vikings fandom was the 98 season. So <laughs> heartbreak right out of the gate, right? Oh, man. Moss was just something else to watch. You know, every kid was running around. With, just like JJ now, you know, running around with the Moss jersey on. Everybody had the 84s. Incredible watch. The missed field goal definitely brought tears to a, you know, 10-year-old kid's eyes at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Started doing work around the Twin Cities here. Been in business for a little over a year. Um, been serving the Twin Cities for, you know, over a half decade now, working for other companies, but started to go off on our own and had a great group of guys that's been really trusted going into homes and giving people honest advice about their electrical systems. Um, being able to help people out, that's kind of our most sincere goal is to help people where they want to be helped. Love it, man. Hey, awesome. where can uh, if, if people want to find out more about Finch Home Solutions, uh, what's the what's the best place to do that? You can go to our website, FinchHomeSolutions.com, or reach out, give us a call at the office. Um, well, anybody's there to answer for any time, go ahead and get you scheduled and figure out what we can do to help inside your house. Awesome, man. And also, we tell our audience all the time too, you know, because it's been such a supportive community of Vikings fans, and I think. You guys want us to keep building and, and, and growing this platform, and we appreciate that. And people ask, what's the best thing I can do to support you? And so two things. Number one, listen or watch on a regular basis. And number two, support our sponsors and our partners. And Finch Home Solutions is one of them. Also, a shout-out to our friends at uh, Minnesota Lottery, too, Judd. They have been providing these glorious scratch-off games for Vikings fans here to start the season. Exactly right. In fact, 
right here. This is the big ticket. And if you can see here, it says $10.2 million. That's exactly right. That's the total cash prizes available because, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go big with the lottery's big ticket scratch game. It's so big, it has huge second chance prizes too. The lottery say, I'm in. You must be 18 years or older to go big, but you can be a winner along with the Vikings. Awesome. All right, let's get into it here. So uh, we're going to start with Cody, go to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. Three chips around the room, football or show-related predictions, and they must be quantifiable. So, Cody, why don't you start off? You are under center, sir. First of all, we're going to go, I believe, KJ is going to have a 20-plus yard touchdown against the Eagles. I like it. Dude, Cody just sniped one of my predictions. Almost... Ah. Almost verbatim, man. Almost verbatim. There, baby. We're there. There's an intrigue, I think, for this game in particular now about about setting up Jefferson as, like, the guy that they're going to double, right? And, like, so there's going to be this, oh, we got to stop Jefferson, and you got a feeling somebody is going to sneak in there and do something big. So, yeah, KJ makes some sense. All right, Judd, your first prediction. prediction. All right, I am going to uh, stay on the J.J. Uh, uh, train here and write this down. Justin Jefferson will be the NFC Offensive Player of the Month for September. Justin Jefferson will be your National Football Conference Offensive Player of the Month for September. Yeah, I, like it. I think he's he's definitely on track right now, Dex. Uh, all right, my first prediction. Right now, the line for Vikings-Eagles is 51.5, which seems awfully high. Me and the I've total, been riding the, to- the yeah, total, total is 51. The total for Vikings Eagles is 51. Like, well, that's a lot of Vikings optimism there. 51 yeah, point favorites, and Philly oh, scored 38 total. at Detroit, that's so true. That, that's probably helping establish that line. But uh, I'm riding the under there. Vikings Eagles will be under 51 and a half points in week two. Under 51 and a half. I think I'm with Declan on this one. Yeah, that's a lot of whoa. The Eagles just scored a bunch of points, and look at the Vikings offense in the first half. And at the end of the day, now these these teams both have a ton of film from week one. That's the thing about the Vikings, too, that, you know, not to temper optimism too much, but the Packers had really nothing to look at. There wasn't any meaningful film from Kevin O'Connell's offense with these players plugged into it. And so, you know, it shouldn't be that shocked that, yeah, we're going to run Justin Jefferson on a bunch of crossing routes, so you might want to cover him. But, but how much have the have opponents seen now? And what are they going to be rope-a-doped into thinking? Oh, it's going to be all 18. We got to worry about 18. That's where it gets interesting. All right, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna alter my KJ. I had a KJ Osborne touchdown prediction. I'm just gonna go with this one. KJ Osborne will have a 30 yard reception or more in this game. Oh, 30 yard reception or more. I think All he's right. gonna he he's a he's a great downfield threat. I could see him coming across on a drag route, catch the ball 14 yards from the line of scrimmage, run for another yak. 16. Yeah, some yakety yak, something yak, like yak. that. All right, Cody from Finch Home Solutions. Your second prediction. I'm going to go a season-long play here. I believe the defense is going to continue to keep on playing the way that it does, and I think Ed Donatel is going to earn having his name tossed in the head coaching hunt for next season round. Might not so get, how can just we, maybe an inter, might get an interview, but not a job. But he'll get get his name tossed in because of the way we perform. So we'll say we'll say an interview of some kind. Yeah, uh, for for Ed Donatel. For, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yep. I could see that for sure. I like it, Judd. All right, I am going to uh, pivot 
for who's going to catch passes and more importantly in this case touchdown passes monday night in philadelphia write this down irv smith will catch at least one touchdown pass on monday night yes i'm going to go back to the irv smith well because i think there's something there and if you watch if you sit if you're if you are the eagles and you sit down and watch the film right irv smith barely played a role Barely played a role. You're thinking, oh wow, that's not. So I think you think they're add. prepping for Johnny Munt. What percentage of the Eagles' week is just obsessing over Johnny Munt? You know what? You make list. fun of Johnny Munt all you want. I in the spring, I told you about him. In the spring, that's what I would do if I was if I was the Eagles' head coach or offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni, or whatever. I would be all right. Men, I'd have a silhouette on the screen, a silhouette in a Vikings uniform. Men, this is the number one man we must account for defensively. <laughs> This is a man who is explosive, yep. a man who got the ball early and often in that game against the Packers on Sunday. Laugh all and you a want. man, a man that will determine whether we win this game or not. And I would unveil, I would remove the silhouette, and instead of Justin Jefferson, it is Johnny Munt on the screen. Johnny Munt is one of my all-time favorite Vikings names. I love it's that. A, name. It is a great name. It's yes. just a great name. Yes. Uh, all right, Declan, we back to Declan here? Yep, it's my second prediction here. I will say Kirk Cousins, I'm going to backdoor my way into this. Kirk Cousins will throw touchdowns to two players who haven't received touchdowns yet. So basically what I'm saying is he's going to throw two touchdowns to someone that's not named Justin Jefferson against okay. the Eagles. So, so it's got to be two, two separate players, right? Two, two separate, separate players. players. And two it's just, players. just to be perfectly clear, Monday night only. Yeah, Monday night only. Yes. Okay. I, I don't want the night. fans coming back on Twitter again and being like, he said, I mean, that applies to week six. Okay. This is probably a touchdown, right? Because like like throwing two touchdowns isn't a guarantee. Like that's kind sure. of the that's kind of the, no the problem line with that. Like I just want to make sure that we get every phrase right with Declan now. <laughs> so he doesn't get mad at us. So <laughs> no, so so we don't get poured on by all these people who are like, you guys are you guys yeah, are wrong. cheating Declan. Yeah, you exactly. guys are cheating Declan. You're yeah, wrong. Okay. I just want to make sure all the verbiage is right. We're trying to hold Declan back. We're just jealous of his youthful success. Um all right, my second prediction here, old Kirky boy. You know the one thing we didn't see, saw a lot of things from Kirk on Sunday. We saw shuffling in the pockets. We saw climbing the pocket. We saw accuracy on crossing routes, which is a big thing. I mean, these if you have an inaccurate quarterback that's put in the football, you know, even like three inches on the backside of a, of a crossing route wide receiver, you're not going to get the yak, right? So he did all these things. But the thing that he didn't do, and it's not his fault, fourth quarter comeback, Kirk. We didn't see fourth quarter comeback. We didn't see the secondary slayer in the fourth quarter. We didn't see any of these versions of Kirk, all right? Write this down. Kirk Cousins will bring the Vikings from behind in the fourth quarter to tie or take the lead. I'm not guaranteeing okay. victory for the Vikings, but at some point in the fourth quarter, I'll just say this. The Vikings offense will I got you. will tie or take the lead. Yeah. Just fourth quarter. Okay. However much lifting Kirk does is subjective. So, yes, that's the prediction. Sure. All right, back to Cody from Finch Home Solutions, your third and final prediction. Third and final, we're going to go with a little bit of collaboration. Uh, speaking with one of my <laughs> speaking with one of my buddies last night, Dave Madison, we we're sitting here talking about you know let's let's have a big prediction. What are we really going to do? We're going to go the Vikings make it to the NFC title game and win by two scores for a trip to the Super Bowl. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, this are you gonna, okay, man? This I, is gonna be real really sad. The Kool-Aid has me going. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a sad day the day after championship Sunday or the Wednesday after championship Sunday when the Vikings win the NFC championship game by six points to punch their ticket to the Super Bowl, and we have to buzz you for an incorrect prediction, but I'm sure you'll be okay with it. Play the clip again. Here we are, right? (laughs) Amazing. Well, uh, Cody, we've talked about Finch Home Solutions, and we appreciate your partnership. Since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily today, is there anyone in your life that you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Just like to thank you guys for the opportunity and my entire crew. Um, I would not be where I'm at today without having the guys that I'm sending into homes who are absolutely professional and treat people the way that they should be treated. Um, my wife at home, Dawn, she's holds things together for us. You know, you know, you got to have that backbone there. There it is. So, um, awesome. Just pretty grateful about life where we're at. That's in general. So, thank you guys awesome, for the man. opportunity. Great Thank stuff, you, Cody. Cody. Thank you, and we'll do it again sometime. Good luck on your predictions, okay. sir. All right. Appreciate you guys. See ya. All right. Take there care. is Cody from Finch Home Solutions. Great stuff there. All right, Judd. Let's round it up. All right. Greg Joseph will make a field goal of 60 yards or more this season. Ooh. So he's at 56 now. He was making them from 60 in training camp. Looks absolutely fantastic. Definitely has the leg. So I'm going to predict that during the course of this season, he will make a field goal that will be 60 or more yards. Mm. Late game, probably, or late half. But Yeah, I'm thinking like it. I'm thinking maybe the Vikings are facing like a fourth and five around midfield in the fourth right. quarter, trailing by a point. Yep. And uh, Kevin O'Connell sits on three timeouts and just awkwardly runs the clock down to about oh, okay. 20 seconds. And then Greg saying. Joseph knocks in the 60-yard field yeah. goal. I didn't say 64 yards, but it could be more. <laughs> I mean, the man's leg. I mean, he's got a booming leg, okay? Well, I, I got to go find these Hackett quotes. So he, he apologized. Well, he said, I should, have, I should have definitely. Yeah, you should dumbass. have. Russell Wilson. <laughs> And calling timeouts in victory formation against yeah. you. Like, come on, dude. No, he's and a trainer. And then he screwed up. I think he thought he had three and only had two. It's like, buddy. You, well, he sold. Just let the game end. Yes. His, his post-game presser, he was so hyper, too, that I think that he just gets caught up in the whole thing, which is absolute football death. You cannot dude. get caught up in that. <laughs> that is, that seriously. You can't it get, like, all death. out of sorts. That was bad. All right, Dex, your All third. Right, my uh, final prediction, another touchdown throw here. Vikings are 1-0, and and in my mock schedule prediction, I told you they're going to go 4-0. So I'm going to put a quantifiable right there. The Vikings win their next three games, and they will be 4-0. All right. All right. Declan's All right. been – he's been adamant. He's been adamant. Me and Colin Coward, we were the ones that have Vikings at three. Yeah. You know, yeah, me and Colin Coward against the world. What could go wrong? You know, <laughs> just seriously. A couple of, just a couple of sports guys who drink Vikings Kool-Aid. Darn near the same paycheck, too, I think. All right. Yes, very close. Well, a couple <laughs> couple comma differences potentially yeah. there and there, but you know, Dex has time in his career. All right, you know what? I have faith in an Ed Ingram bounce back. So he was train wrecky, especially in the first half in yeah. pass protection. I think he allowed like five pressures or something. So according to Pro Football Focus, Ed Ingram will allow two or fewer pressures against the Eagles. So he will he will cut oh, down. Wow. I think he had, he had one of the worst he had one of the worst uh I think he had a in in true passing sets. So when yeah, you're not low. running like trickery, was... he had like a two and a half grade out of a hundred in pass protection. Correct. He's better than that. Second round pick, LSU 
great training camp. This isn't an Ole Udo situation, so it might have just been first game, got to figure it out. So Ed Ingram, two or fewer pressures in a bounce-back performance. And Clark is tough, too. I mean, that that was an incredibly tough first game Yeah, in Ingram's yeah. defense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, so there it is. Those are your write-that-down predictions here every week. We put our reputations, careers on the line. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Huh? Hey, Mackie. Hey, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to double down right now. So oh, yeah. we just went through accountability session, everything. I'm going to admit that I was wrong about something, and I will formally apologize to those of you who I may have hurt. And, Judd, you're welcome to come with me on this. I don't want to force you into something you're not comfortable with. Okay. But this, well, upcoming, up, this upcoming apology is presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Okay, It's risky when you're putting your reputation mm-hmm. You're you're on a microphone for hours a day. They don't want to be tied to your apology. Okay. They they're not they're sorry insurance. about anything. They're, they're great. They're, they're I teamwork. need I need some hot take insurance. Yeah, is what I need. <laughs> and Federated is here for over a hundred years, based in Oatana. Oh. They are they are one of us, so to speak. They've been supporters of Minnesota sports teams, and uh, they're they're just all about relationship building and risk management. You can find all sorts of tools and resources, and find out who your your Federated marketing rep is at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours also quickly before we get into this i'm just delaying my apology now but um, yeah what are we doing here judd why don't you tell the audience about your weight loss journey and how you have gone from being a uh, a right guard like ed ingram to being yep. a slot <laughs> cornerback like chandon sullivan the last year i will and that, that comes down to my friends at livia weight control centers who have helped me take off 40 pounds and most importantly now maintaining the weight loss which is the toughest thing uh dawn came to me a while back and she specifically said i'd like to lose weight too she joined 16 plus pounds down um we we had we had a write that down guest just now on the original mackie and judge show Justin in Rochester, Justin, man. Justin in Rochester said, "Hold on a second. Here. I know you. I know you remember. I want to. I, I was going to say Justin, but that's okay. Hello. No, you know what? It's better to play like I didn't. But anyway, he came on and said, "You know what? I'd like to talk about this because I'm down 45 pounds." Chris Ron, the guy who sold this ad spot, he said, "You know what? I'm joining too. He's now down nearly 10 pounds." Ladies and gentlemen, Livia works. It's that. Simple and again, maintaining the weight loss is the absolute key. And now you're saying, well, Judd, this is exciting. What what's going on there? And I'm going to tell you right now. First eight weeks for free, right now. That's right. First eight weeks for free. Imagine the weight that can come off and the clothes that can fit within eight weeks. And those eight weeks are free. Eight five five go L I V E A. Livia L I V E A dot com. Inside or outside the state. Uh, if you're in town here, you can certainly. Go in and talk to the nutritionists and dietitians. If you're not, guess what? Virtual visits from anywhere in the country. Livia.com. Join the growing list of people who can say, you know what? I've lost weight because of Livia. All right. Again, you are welcome to come with me on this apology journey, or you are welcome to sit <laughs> Don't back. you have another spot to get to to put Cowardice. this off some more? <laughs> I'd like to talk about just something else. Yeah. So... When the Vikings fired Mike Zimmer and and Rick Spielman, I said a couple things that were, in retrospect, very wrong. I, I think I tweeted out, there is now a 100% chance mm-hmm. that the Vikings will trade Kirk Cousins because why would you want to come in here mm-hmm. and hitch your wagon to one of the highest bloated contract quarterbacks 
who's a good quarterback, but has no proven record of being able to lead a team to like, you know, 12 wins or deep in the playoffs. He's 33, going to be 34. Why would a new regime come in here and keep him around and, and let alone extend him? I just, I, and I, and I beat that drum for, for weeks back in, you know, December, January, early February. And then I was part of the, uh, the conversation on this show that was headed toward, it makes, this is probably the time to reset here that, you know, you got some veterans that are over the age of 30 that have big contracts. Can you get a second round pick for Harrison Smith? A third, can you expedite your, grow your draft capital and expedite what is inevitable, a rebuild at some point here? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if this team hadn't surfaced above 500 in the previous two years with a lot of the same pieces, how much of a difference can a culture change and a scheme make when you're still fighting some of these forces? And so, you know, I, I was I was a little bit on the fence, maybe more compared to you, but I but I was definitely more on the side of I think it makes sense to hit the reset button and just rip the bandaid off. And there's no way that they actually continue forward with Kirk Cousins. I was wrong about both, obviously. And I think week one showed you whether they continue on on a week to week basis with this week one showed you what a culture change and what an offensive minded, a brilliant offensive minded coach can do on this field at U.S. Bank Stadium. What they did in the first half was so refreshing. We've barely seen anything like that in the last several years with Mike Zimmer and the Kubiaks playing close to the vest football, right? Run the ball as much as possible. And so the Vikings have proved, again, maybe they've finished with eight or nine wins again, but they showed you in week one what's possible. The vibe throughout the entire offseason and the way that players are buying into what Kevin O'Connell is selling, I was wrong to suggest that running it back largely was an incorrect move. They have tapped into something here, and now they have to continue it forward. But um, I was wrong, and I apologize to those Vikings fans as the Vikings, the CEO of Vikings Twitter, who yeah. I may have offended. Yeah. Okay. Is this coming from the board or from you? Because I'm just curious if you are forced. Is the board you know, making me apologize? You, is that what you Is there a... Is your right or left arm right now tied behind your back and being <laughs> twisted until this apology was made? Listen, the, the the board was adamant that I look in the mirror and do some self-reflection. This is the tough thing about working for a board. Cons- like you're under the, the pressure on you is immense. It is. On a, I barely sleep, okay? I, I sit here and think about my Vikings takes, and and I think about all the things. You know, I, I, I take this responsibility i i take this microphone and this platform with a great deal of responsibility okay and uh i am willing to admit that going into a rebuild knowing what what we are seeing right now and it's been one game so again who knows what's going to happen against philadelphia but it looks like this thing is going to be fairly sustainable to the point where like they're going to make the playoffs i think they have a fairly weak schedule and and trying again with a different leader, as long as they pick the right leader. I don't know if, if, if Nathaniel Hackett was the guy they picked. Maybe this is different. But it looks like they picked the right guy. And so the Wilfs were right in their instinct to try again with new leadership. And I was wrong. Wrong. All right. Wrong. Good okay. You. Judd, it's now your turn. Uh, you know what I feel like this week is? I feel like this week is a week of optimism. It, it's a nice, it's a very nice win. It was a fun game. There's a chance that they can at least go in to a very tough environment in Philadelphia and and win. So you know what? I'm going to abstain. I'm I'm going to abstain because I'm not going to apologize, and I don't feel bad about my thoughts. 
But I'm going to abstain because I feel like this week is focused on the fun of it. And, and I if I like go in, I, I feel like you're dodging. Oh, I am because I'm not apologizing. I still think I'm right. But my point is, like, if I think I'm right, I'm going to have to tear things down, and I don't want to do that this week. What Judd is saying in the third person is he very much doesn't want to. There, There is no reason right now in my CBDO position on, on uh, Vikings Twitter, there's no reason to delve into the world of why I wanted and ultimately think that a tweaking, especially a major tweaking, overhaul of some sorts, with veteran players was necessary. There will be time for me to explain it. Uh, I don't think this is the week to do. Are it. you still? Are you still saying though? I don't. You know, we can get to it yeah, later go, in the season. But are, but are you still saying that they should have hit the reset button? That there's, a, that there's a chance that that was the right thing to do. Yes, very much, very much. Okay. But I feel like delving into it right now serves no purpose. Okay. So, like, I like let's get to it. Let's see where things go. Um, that does not mean, by the way, this team can't be good. But yes, I still feel like there was a missed opportunity. Not necessarily by the people who are running football ops right now, but by the Wilfs. And I've sort of seen them do this before. Um, and let's just say that I would love to have a position at T- at uh, TCO as the head of of culture and foresight. Okay, but the but again, it was based on what we've seen all off season, and based on what we saw in Week One. There's very obviously some juice here. Yes, it needs to manifest in in results. Right. But I think the the what I, I'm, I'm not going to play the results here. The process that we've seen all throughout the off season and the process that led to what we saw in Week One, mm-hmm. they were right. Like they saw something. They saw they saw another level here. And you know, a lot of fans are like, "Yeah, you guys are just too negative." And yeah, I don't know. Right. Maybe we are sometimes. But but when you make a regime change, it's such an easy grace period to do what we were talking about, which is hit the reset button rip the bandit off and then have a bunch of young assets and find a young quarterback of the future. Yeah. You know what? There's probably a better chance that they have to do that at some point than, than right. win the Super Bowl. Right. But, but I am now fully on board with, okay, I, I'm really curious to see the rest of this season play out. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully willing to admit that, that their instinct was correct. That this, that this partnership with Kevin O'Connell and this roster, that there was more meat on the bone. So, yeah. Oh. The only thing I'll say is this, the short-term sugar highs can be really fun. Yeah, and this is definitely a short-term sugar yes. high. And and far was too. Yeah, they, get, um, they get pounded by the Eagles, then maybe I backtrack. Yep, I don't the know. The short-term, <laughs> but but again, but again, the the graphic says on our screen, Mackie admits he was wrong, and I admire that. And you're under. Let's be very clear here. The board has you under far more pressure than me. Well, As this the, is. This is why I'm I am a collaborative CEO. Okay, yeah. it, it is not it is not a dictatorship. Well, and you beat out a lot of people. I mean, for you to get that job was a major upset. Yeah, like I mean, you beat about, out yeah. a lot of people, some very powerful media types in town to be it's named. It's pretty to, crazy. To yeah, job. I mean, I'm I'm honored. I'm honored that the board of directors just saw something in me and believed in me, and uh, and I am and I am willing to admit. And be the noble man. I'm willing yep. to admit when I'm when I'm wrong about that. And you are now so. speaking for all for all Vikings fans. Like that's yeah. the thing about this that I think is hard for people to accept. Like Phil Mackey speaks for Vikings fans. 
it's tough for some people to accept. Some people are, are still like, must have pained you to tweet those positive things about Kirk Cousins. No, I mean, if you go look historically, I think, uh, you know, just because I have opinions about, by the way, it's like it's become controversial to to point out over the years the flaws that have prevented Kirk Cousins and his teams from being above 500. It's like, like you didn't believe. It's like, no, he's, dude, look at, if, if we're getting this version of Kirk on a regular basis, this is yeah. a different version of Kirk than, than we've seen in the past. So uh, real quick, what are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings here on this Wednesday? Let's go to TheRinger.com, where they have unveiled a fresh batch of power rankings. Now, we did our pigskin pecking order Ooh. earlier this week on the show, and we collectively had the Vikings fifth, the fifth best team in the league. Judd had them eighth, I had them sixth, Declan had them third, and the average is fifth. So the Ringer has the Buffalo Bills number one, the Kansas City Chiefs number two, the Tampa Bay Bucks number three, the Chargers are fourth, and that category is best of the best. So they've got best of the best, Bills, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Chargers. Okay. The next category is flawed, deep postseason contenders. <laughs> they still have the Packers fifth on this list. Okay. They've got the Rams sixth, the Ravens seventh, the Bengals eighth. And then the next category is should be playoff teams. And that's where the Vikings sit, ninth. Yep. In this collection of 20 preseason power rankings aggregated by uh, Renee Bugner, only football outsiders was higher on the Vikings than I was, the author here, entering week one. After a dominant 23 to 7 win over the Packers, I'm moving them up two spots from 11 to 9. First-year head coach Kevin O'Connell, currently plus 800 to win coach of the year. I think we have to go. We have to revisit that for next week for write that down. Because didn't Dex have a prediction? Did. You had, okay, we'll get to that next week. Yeah. Um, okay. He led an offensive fireworks show against what many of us thought would be the most talented defense or one of the most talented defenses in the NFL. Cousins and Jefferson connected for 184 and two touchdowns in a truly dominant display that should prove sustainable with O'Connell pulling the strings. Wow. And I want to say that I believe the the ESPN rankings took the Vikings from like 23rd, right, Dex, to 10th. Yeah, to 10th. So, like, they are top 10. Like, it, it's hard to debate that right now. Well, Pro Football Talk bumped them from 22nd to 18th. 18th? It's because Florio, hey, Florio is such a Vikings fan that, that he's grown to hate them, in my opinion. Well, dude, move off, like... I agree. Right, right now, there is no argument for 17 teams being better than them. Now, no. in three weeks, okay. But, like, right now, you're just clinging to a wrong take if you think they're the 18th best team in the NFL. Well, and, and, my, question, and my question is this. After week one, uh, f- forget the Vikings for a second. Who else besides, like, that top five look good enough where you definitively say, oh, this is the sixth best team? Yeah, like the, I mean, right right now, it's it's to me, it's in terms of teams that really have it all together. Right, the Bills, the Chiefs, I think the Chargers, maybe the Buccaneers, sure. but even the Buccaneers are like, you yeah. know, Tom Brady's forty five. They lost some key pieces. So, anyhow, there you go. There's your write that down Wednesday accountability an session and an apology from your Vikings Twitter and Purple Daily CEO. Yes, Let's all bow. Let's all bow to the CEO. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Tomorrow we dive into the state of the Vikings offense, which should be fun. I'll bring some interesting trends and statistics, plus a random Viking of the week. 
please click the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel so that you can be right there, front row seat for Vikings Ventline after every single Vikings game, the most fan-friendly interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. See you guys tomorrow.